my name is Miriam, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Mikey, and my pronouns are he, him. And this is... Your last two brain cells. So this is our second episode of your last year brain cells podcast. Can I get a round of applause? As we stated last week, we're using this month to give a spotlight to the LGBT community. And so, without further ado, this week, we will be talking about the popular ballroom show. Legendary, legendary. I'm legendary, legendary. Before we get into this episode, we just wanted to give a small little disclaimer. We are still new and still doing our homework to on ballroom so excuse us if we get anything wrong also there are going to be spoilers in this episode so if you guys have not watched season one or two of legendary i would suggest skipping to the billboard section of this episode already in the bottom there is going to be timestamps for you all so you can know when we're talking about season one when we're talking about season two and when we're recapping and doing our weekly billboard chart commentary so without further ado let's get started first we wanted to give you some background some history on ballroom just in case you didn't know ballroom was made by black and latino lgbtq plus people in new york during the 1960s trans women are the pioneers of this culture ballroom consists of houses that are made up of a mother or father with house children to make up a chosen family at the balls they walk different categories like realness body and runway to name a few if you win a category you win prizes and you make a name for your house we wanted to use this week as a highlight for ballroom and those in the community that like ballroom as much as we do so are we gonna get into it yeah we are so we're gonna start off with season one and the way that this is going to work is we're going to say our house pick for the season right yeah and then we're just gonna like tell you guys a little bit of the season a little bit of our commentary and our favorite episodes yeah and just highlight some amazing moments that were in the season because there was a lot of them (laughs) period so first we would like to introduce this season season one's houses to you guys we have the house of balmain the house of levin the house of escada the house of gorgeous gucci ninja ebony saint laurent and west Period. And now we're going to talk about our picks. So out of all eight houses, my pick for this season was Ninja. I absolutely loved Ninja, especially from that Grand March. They had, I feel like they deserved the, what's that called? When they get the superior house. house. Yes. Yeah. When they got that trophy, I felt like they deserved it. I feel like they did have the best performance that night. I just loved all of them. And I absolutely love Mother Dolores. I feel like she leads her children in such a beautiful way. And they have such a beautiful bond together. That's where I feel like a lot of houses, um, they fall. Especially the ones that fall, like, 
either immediately or like somehow later on through the season, it's because they're cold and so they don't really have a good dynamic together. Yeah. And you can see that when they're performing. But Ninja, yeah. they're just that bitch. Well, yeah. they work to me. So funny, uh, funny you mentioned that really quickly. I just wanted to. This is a spoiler for the podcast, by the way. If you haven't listened to that yet, but basically, what they were saying in the podcast is that they pick people from the house, like the house, so, but the people that are there are could be from different cities. So you have like Chise, maybe Chise is from New York, and um. Maybe Dolores is from Pennsylvania, right? So. Oh wait, what? Yeah. So I just wanted to say that really quickly, but yeah. Um, so then maybe that's why they they don't like work sometimes. The, yeah, that's uh, probably what happens is that they don't establish that bond from the in the beginning, and so you know it, it just it gets hard to perform. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, my pick for this this season was I couldn't choose between Lavin and Gorgeous Gucci. Uh, Lavin, a lot of their members are just so talented. Like They I really feel are. Like the house was very well-rounded. Michaela was a beast mm-hmm. in every one of those battles. She, she really was. Like, did not come to play every time. And um, this one... <laughs> I mean, this one's a little biased. I really liked Gorgeous Gucci because the father of Gorgeous Gucci is... Big Daddy Jarrell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He's just so hot. And if he didn't have a fiance, he could come get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to quickly talk about the judges and give a little commentary on that. So... Judge number one was, I'm just going to say Law, LaRoche. Yeah. Um, he is a fashion icon. Um, he is very opinionated at times. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it comes from a good standpoint because he wants the best for the show and the best for each house. And that's why I feel like they do go in sometimes. But that's that's literally the whole point of the show. And it did take me a little while to realize it. But yeah. Yeah, because I know sometimes Law would be judging while we were watching. And you would be like, mm-mm. Because he judges really hard. He really does. Yeah. Next we have Jamila Jamil. And she's a actor, but also an activist. And an ally. And to the community. I thought it was really cool to see her judge because, like, she's an actor, so she can tell, like, performance-wise, you know? Performance-wise, but I feel like more in the facial features and, like, face. I feel like that's what she could um, give really good critique on. Although sometimes I feel like she was a little too nice with some of the scoring, but, I mean, you always have to have a good, nice judge, like, in your, your panel, you know what I mean? Yeah, what's really funny is that her and Law... We're, like, next to each other. So, like, it's, like, good cop, bad cop. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was so funny. I didn't even think uh, of that. The next one is Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Everybody knows <laughs> Megan the Stallion. Hashtag hot girl summer. Um, I was so shocked when I saw that she was on the show. Like, when you told me that she was on the show, I was like, there's no fucking way. 
But then I watched it and she was there. And it's so cool seeing her judge because she is a performer, girl. Because she has performed for the show at the end for yeah, both seasons. Two, uh, last episodes. Yeah. Ending. For yeah. both seasons. She performed. And girl, she knows how to perform. Like, let me tell she you. Really- I thought it was really nice to see Megan. And it's nice to see that there's another supporter on the show. Kind of cool. And then for our last main judge, we have Leomi Maldonado. And she is a queen in the ballroom community. Yes, and an overall queen. Period. Um, Finger claps. (laughs) I love her because she just, she really connects with the performers a lot of the times. And... Because she knows. She knows what it is, and she really does critique on the elements of Vogue. And I just, I love it. I love how heartwarming she is, especially when yeah. like, whenever some of the houses fall. and But it's like houses that have really strong bonds. She's like, this is ballroom. This is what it was made for. And that's what I've yeah. taken from these shows. Um, these shows. From this show is that ballroom is not just performing it's literally a house for some people and it's like saving grace for others yeah, because like, it's like their family the chosen family you know yeah and that's a big thing in the community in general i love that uh-huh. about it though because um from the show we can see that a lot of people within ballroom like they aren't accepted in their own homes which like that hurts my heart so to see that they have another home that they can go to and they can just be themselves unapolog- unapologetically themselves is just so beautiful and i feel like that's what like pride is about but not only pride but barroom and that's why i feel like it was so important for us to talk about barroom as well so now we just wanted to like highlight <laughs> yeah we wanted to highlight some of our favorite moments within the show one of our favorite, like, our favorite episodes and everything. So we're going to go in order. So from episode one, the Grand March, I already said, um, like, Ninja, they were just that bitch. Um, and that's what made them my pick for this season. What was your favorite highlight of uh, episode one? I don't think I had any highlights from episode one, except for Ninja. I really did like the Ninja uh grand march yeah they were really really good they really did deserve the trophy they did episode two was once upon a time and in this episode there was a guest judge tyson beckford and he is a male model um known globally for his polo campaigns and he is actually one of the biggest uh african-american male models which is crazy because we can see how he judged during the three blind mice that was really good the three five mice three five mice sorry (laughs) you're good you're good (laughs) but um i thought that that was awesome because the three five mice was a runway category so it was really cool to see his commentary on that and um the one that blew me away was wasn't it escada the the three fairy godmothers no, that was Lovin'. Lovin'? Okay. Dang, my memory is so bad. But Lovin', they literally killed that shit. They they really did. They said, hi. They did. I, oh. I really liked their, like, overall at this ball. Um, 
Who was the one that their wig fell? I think that was West. Oh, man, I felt so bad, but it was kind of funny. It was, because <laughs> I don't remember their name, but their wig fell off, and then they walked. <laughs> they didn't even... No, but the, I felt bad after that, because they were so mad at themselves. And from a performer standpoint, I can understand. You get yeah, so mad at yourself when something doesn't go right. Yes, you do. But she said killed the hair performance. She really did. And unfortunately, House of West left for this episode. Yeah. Um... West, I don't really have anything to say for them because I feel like it was so early on. We really didn't get to meet the house, you know? It was just... Right. So that I was literally thinking about that uh, recently. I was... Because uh, <laughs> we had been talking about this, uh, this podcast episode for a little bit. And I was thinking about, you know, the houses that went home first. We really didn't get to know them. Like, we met them... But then they were gone, so we didn't get to see them. See them for who they really are. Because right. sometimes these performances, I feel like they don't give it their all. And I feel like that's when they fall. Wow, that rhymes. But <laughs> that's when they fall. And I mean, yeah, that's what they're judging on. But it is kind of sad that we didn't get to see them at their full potential. Right. But yeah, like you said, it's a competition, so... And then Superior House of the Night was Lovin. Of course. Of course, as they should. Yeah, Lovin did really good this uh, episode. Yeah. And oh my gosh, just a funny moment that I, I had to highlight before we move on to the next one is when Law was like, wait a minute, I don't see any mice up here. <laughs> oh my gosh. He really was like, wait a minute. I would like to see the houses that were dressed up as mice come back on. I think it was Balmain and Saint Laurent. And <laughs> he really said, but Deshaun had to be like, no, a chop was a chop. So. <laughs> exactly. Period. Um, but I mean, just really quickly before we move on to the next episode, it's three fat mice. It's just the, like Laomi said, I think Laomi said this. It's just a synchronous look. Like you just have to look the look the same and walk the same. Yeah, that's why I like ballroom and all of these episodes because they do have a theme, but they leave it up to each house to create their own type of image and their own feel within that yes. theme. And I feel like that's the coolest thing about um legendary and like ballroom within itself because you can see in the ballroom balls like the ones that we've seen like the alien and all that shit on tiktok oh my god yeah the alien went viral recently and then yeah. i watched a few uh other clips myself like of the latex ball and, yeah uh, no but you can see like TikTok. it's not just within legendary it's within ballroom like in general I love that about it too. I I just I love the creativity that um comes out of that. Yeah. The next episode was Circus Berserkus, and this was one of my favorite episodes of the season. I love how each house had kind of like a scary theme. I really loved um House of Balmain's execution of this theme. I loved the it correlation. I thought that that was super super cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh, when they <laughs> when they did the Pennywise dance and they incorporated that into their performance, 
That was really cool. Ebony was really cool as well. The freak show. Yeah. Oh, but... Oh, and Shorty... Fuck, bro. Shorty is a real one. Shorty sprained his ankle, and he still fucking performed. That's some real determination. It really is. Yeah. Uh, Dominique Jackson was the (laughs) guest judge on this episode, and... I love her because I know her from Pose, and she plays Miss Electra, and that character is awesome, but that's not the point. <laughs> Anyways, um, she was really she funny. Would, she was funny, but she would not stop getting up from her seat. <laughs> she said, pause for the dramatic effect. She really brought a look, like, she just... <laughs> Oh my gosh. Did you know, by the way, that they were nominated for Best TV Fight, by the way? Her and Law. Really? Well, I can yes. see it. This is ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> I am ballroom. <laughs> well, she really shut him up there. Some of the bickering in that panel sometimes is just too much. Yeah, it gets a little scary sometimes. It gets a little scary, but it's just, it's it's also funny as well. It is really funny. Did you have any houses that, like, piqued your interest? Just uh, Balmain for that episode. This was, I don't want to be mean to Escada, but this was one of the only episodes where I felt like they truly showed their potential. Yeah. And maybe it was because of the theme or something. But all of the other episodes, I just, I wasn't getting that same energy from them. Yeah, I mean, I'll highlight them later because there was probably one performance that I would give it to them. But other than that, uh, not really. But they did, you could see growth throughout the season. You could see, For sure. For you could sure. see growth yeah. in their performance and everything, but they just didn't bring it as hard as they did in this one, in my opinion. They still got to the end. Like, that was pretty amazing. Because we thought, I thought night after night they were going to go home. (laughs) Yeah, they pulled through. Not to be me, but you know. Unfortunately for this this episode, uh, Ninja and Saint Laurent had to battle. But we got to see how... Oh, well. Miss (laughs) Chise. Yeah, we got to to see... the competition alive she really did she's so good at voguing she i just there's just i don't know what it is about her she's just ugh. i feel like it's her charisma for me it's her charisma i think that's what it is i, I think that's the word i was looking for yeah she's just really good yeah and unfortunately saint laurent had to leave but yeah. Ninja stayed, and that made me very, very happy. <laughs> I'm yes. sorry, it's in the wrong. And then for the next episode, it was Wild Wild West. This episode's guest judge was Nico Tor- Torella. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I butchered his name so, like, so bad. But he is an actor, and he's known for his appearances in scary films. So, you know, you really got to perform in scary films. So it was cool to see his commentary. He wasn't very... He was not like, um, 
Miss Dominique. So I don't really no, remember a lot of him. One of the more memorable guest judges, and I mean that with no no shade. I really liked Megan's outfit for this episode. Also, the last episode, I almost forgot. Whoever was that, her stylist was ate that shit up. This episode um, was a money ball, and so what a money ball was is it's like a competition where you showcase your different children or yourself if you're a mother or father in these different categories to win money for your house and yeah. each category is like an element of vogue uh, i don't remember any from the best dress that caught my eye oh wait oh my gosh how dare i wait let me take that back really quickly this i almost slept on twilight's dress Who? You don't remember Twilight the with the blue cowboy hat dress? Oh my god. <laughs> I remember. This bitch oh twirled away in her gosh. Is she really said cuz every like I don't know, that's like a trend now like cowboy hat thing whatever. Yeah, but but the dress. Exactly. That's like every girl that likes that trend's dream. <laughs> Yeah, he really did good. He he really, yeah. really did bring it. He said, I am here. I'm here, and I'm in two hats. One's on my head, and one's as a dress. On my body. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of body, the next category is Lori. And you already know who my favorite was. Big Daddy Nah, but my favorite was between the last two, which was Mother Dolores and Packrat um, Lovin. And I feel like they did really deserve to be in the last two. And I feel like Packrat really did deserve to win. Um, this is also another heartwarming moment in the show because oh, it shows... Oh my gosh, yes. When girl. Megan and Packrat had that moment. When, well, just when they had that moment towards the end. Even yeah. with Dolores, because... She, I believe, either before they did the category, you know, she was in. Part. Yeah, she was in an abusive relationship. She talked she, about it. Yeah, she was talking about that, and, and it, then, she talked about how it literally like just diminished her confidence, and yeah. so like getting up and being a, a runner up for body, melt meant so much to her, and that to me, like it just completely warmed my heart, and. The, that moment, like you said, that moment that Packrat had with Megan when they were talking about how, like, you had to find your confidence from being, yeah. like, a big girl. Or not even, like, a big girl, but just thick. Yeah. Uh, that was so heartwarming. That was so, so, such a beautiful moment. I also really liked um, Packrat's outfit, too. I thought that was so funny that Megan was like, girl, you don't have to let me, like, borrow that. <laughs> it looks like the one that she wore for the class of 2020 performance she did of Savage. You know, yeah, and I think she did end up uh, borrowing it or some, or at least having an outfit similar to it because I feel like I've seen it somewhere. But anyways, and then the house performance, uh, who was your favorite? It was Ebony because Miss Shorty came out here like a fucking tumbleweed. Oh my god, that was so funny. I really liked Van Vindo. Uh They they did like a diamond 
stealing like the diamond and something like that. It was bandits. Great, I loved it. Um, and then Pac-Man came out and was like, "Freeze!" Also, can't sleep on the ninja. Yeah, no, I was just gonna talk about that ninja. Really, they said show up or show the fuck. Oh, because ninja, they really came. They said they were that bitch again. Again. Um, and then superior house for the night was Lavin. And then in the redemption battle, it was Escada versus Gucci. And nobody went home that night since it was a money ball. The next episode was Remember the Times, which was about ancient civilization. And um, I really enjoyed House of Lovin's performance for this episode. Um, I felt like they really, they really said, we are Lovin'. We are one of the best because I fucking love their concept, the African, um, the African theme. And it was really, it was really good. Mother yeah. Africa came out bald. Uh, yeah, no, and she fucking slayed that shit. Yeah, I don't know why they were at the bottom for the night. That didn't make any sense to me. Oh, I completely skipped the first category, which was old way folk. Yeah, I was about to say you didn't say you didn't say anything. I was gonna bring it up in a second here, but yeah, I really liked this category a lot. They, I think, all the houses did really well. I uh, love Gravity. This episode is what made me fall in love with Gravity. Gravity has like just is really good with his hands. Uh, I also really like Jeter from the House of Gucci. Uh, Gucci. I really liked his hand performance, uh, uh, hand performance, his um, old way as well. It was very clean, very, the poses were there, you know, it's just uh, amazing. For the house category, who is your favorite? I already said mine. I also really liked Lanvin for this one. Yeah, they were my favorites. Like I said, I don't know why. Although I did really like... Uh, Gucci's performance for this one. They did like a, a like a normal like a ice age tribe kind of uh, thing, and I liked that. Um, it came out good, but again, I don't know why Lovin was at the bottom. I really liked the whole concept with the drums and everything. It, they did do really good. good, and but um, that redemption battle. Yeah, that was one of the most emotional rede- redemption battles of the season. Oh my gosh. I don't think that they deserve to be in the bottom two for this episode. No, not at I all. I feel really bad saying this with peace and love, but from my point of view, I didn't. I felt like Escada's was lacking. I, I, I that's what I remember from this episode. Like, Escada not being... Yeah, this was one, definitely, I agree with you. This is definitely one of the episodes where we didn't really, like, the, their performance wasn't that strong. But, you know, hey, they, I, they, uh, they pulled through. They still pulled through, so. Yeah, this one was really, really sad, though. Um, yeah. Especially in that battle, Michaela Lovin versus um, Tiny. Shorty. Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> Shorty 
Bro, that was so sad. Um, You could tell that they put all of their heart into that performance. What do you think? Yeah, they definitely did. The way they cried at the end and they, they talk, uh, like hugged, they hugged each other. But, oh, my gosh, when the battle, before the battle started, when Michaela said, get my heels. Girl, <laughs> Girl I'm saying you know she was about to go down. <laughs> well, fucking Shorty showed up, too. I was not expecting Shorty that. Did really show up. They I really was not expecting that. Really good. But, you know, I'm... I really like Evan, so I'm a little biased, but. It was really sad to see Ebony go. Yeah, but I didn't feel like they should have, like, they should have gone. I, I don't think so either. No. But, yeah, I it was really, really like sad. I didn't really this performance for them, but, you know. It was, it, it was really good to see them on the show, and they did grow a lot. I really liked their performances, and I love that family aspect that they had. Yes. Um, so, Lovin stayed, and then the superior house for this episode was... Gorgeous Gucci. And that's on... Period. So. They did really good, and considering the circumstance that they had, that they were in... Yeah, because uh, I think it was for Circus Berserkers they lost the member. Yeah, it, it was really cool they, seeing them on top. Yeah, so that that must have been really hard to try and block that uh, over again on such a short notice. Next episode, though, we have Intergalactic, and this one was really good. This was a really